Good morning. It's Friday, January 10, 2020. I'm 10,020 days of life. And it's 7.35 in the morning. Tracy and I fell asleep last night at around 11. We were both in bed, snuggling, talking, and usually lately... I've been going to bed around 11 and waking up at around 7. When I wake up at around 7, I wake up from, like, my dream. Usually, Moo will be here purring as soon as he sees me wake up. And I use around 30 minutes to reflect on my dreams. And last night, I had... This dream where Favi and I were living together. We were getting ready for a recession. We were getting ready for a contraction. She was focused on the cooking and on the food assets. She just started making like a shit ton of chile and sausages to be able to have during the times of need. And then she was talking with my mom to get all the recipes and all of the different traditional high-calorie, low-cost foods. And the idea of the message, the me- the of specifically of that portion, of the food portion, was we got plenty of fucking food. There's plenty of food. Really, we don't even need that many calories compared to what we need to be alive, what our body actually needs. Everything else is just extra. I also had this kind of underlying feeling like someone was out to get me. Where I was hearing a voice through the phone. Like I was hearing some type of like evil voice coming through and at first I thought it was someone had called and they were their voice was going through but I was looking at the phone so I was like wait what's that sound and then I got my phone and I was like oh look you hear the sound hear the sound and I didn't want to touch it and then I got it and it kind of made it sound like someone was plotting. It was like, yeah, and then, then go here, and then go here. And it was, it was a little menacing. But at the moment that I knew it was menacing, and I knew it was coming from my phone, and I knew that Fabi could hear it, I opened the door, and I was like, all right, motherfucker, where are you at? kind of sounded like someone was prepping to come in and do harm to us 
But after confronting outside, seeing that there's no danger, going right away, nothing, I realized that I had put, uh, somehow there was some audio of like a movie playing where there was some sinister stuff being planned, but it had no relation to real life. So that was good. There was also another feel that I had. Other people came over. Me and Fabi were talking. Fabi was talking about, oh yeah, this is my mom's recipe. Oh yeah, we got, we're combining this with the mole. We're combining this with the eggs. Again, for the recipes to have abundance of food and calories. During the times of contraction, recession, poorness, and the overall feeling was there was no need or there was no limitation of the food sources that we had. That was specifically from Fabi's side. That was the message she was giving. And for me, I already knew that, and I was focused on making sure everything else was good. Fabi kept reassuring me there was abundance of food, but I could obviously tell because of all the recipes and of all the chiles and of all the sausages that was being produced through the preparation for the food shortage. So I didn't say anything. She would be like, oh yeah, there's plenty of this, there's plenty of this, there's plenty of this. And I would just nod. Stay silent, but understanding. There was, that was towards the end of the dream. You know how like when you dream, you can only remember either the beginning, something in the middle, and then the end. Well... I'm explaining to you the end. Other people also came and they were like visiting. And there were people that we knew from before, but not really any relevant characters. And they didn't really play too much of a role. The beginning of the dream can't really remember now or the middle but overall the message that I get from the dream is that there is an abundance of food there's an abundance of recipes of those functions oh wait, I remember now all right Anthony a tide he was my friend in high school freshman sophomore year of high school he lived down the street he was a year older than me he had a big influence initially because we would hang out all the time I'll go to his house eat hamburgers at his grandma's house and play Dragon Ball Z Tenkaichi on the PlayStation 2 he gave me a hat that he was wearing it was like a rock hat it was some brand that 
I don't really like. And we were in a room of a school. It was like towards the end of the year. This is the beginning of the dream. He gave me the hat. And already off the bat, I'm like, why the fuck you give me this hat? I don't want this fucking hat. But I'm like, okay, uh, yeah, let me see. I put it on. It's too big. It's kind of dirty. I didn't like it, the style. I appreciated the gift, but I'm like, nah, I don't want it here. Thank you, it's yours. It's like, you have a big head. Like, it's for you. Like, it goes over my ears and shit. And then he was like, man, nah, I gave it to you. I gave it to you. Here, it's yours. And then I just kind of put it on the table. And then he, like, flung it. He's like, man, if you don't want this hat, then... You're ungrateful or something. some Something negative towards me not wanting the hat. But it was literally his hat. And he just pushed on me. And I refused to accept the gift. So, next day, again, this is the end of the school. Next day, calls me, texts me, communicates with me. He's like, hey man, sorry, you know. Sorry, you know, all that stuff that happened, you know, it's fucked up, you know, I really feel bad. But I want that hat, you know, I, it was, it was just like impulsive, can you please give me the hat? And I'm like, I don't even have a fucking hat, you left it in the room. He's like, I know I can't get it, but, you know, if you can get the hat for me, it would mean so much, blah, 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 please get it for me. Like I, you know, it was an impulse, if you get this hat for me, I'll give you this five dollar or this gift card for jack in the box munchie meal and i'm like uh he's like can you get it please and i was literally outside of the room that he had given me the room the hat in the previous day and i checked my text message and he had already sent the jack in the box munchie meal coupon code and i looked at it and it was like a gift card and i was like damn he just sent me that gift card of the food for me getting his hat. So that was where the conversation left off. So I went back in the room, the classroom, and then I was like, there was a bunch of people, a bunch of new people, everyone's looking at me. And then I was like, hey, professor, um, can I get this hat? And then it was another professor in the same room. He's like, well, I don't know you. What do you mean a hat? That's not, that's confidential. That's security. I can't just give you hats. I can't just give you stuff. And then I was like, oh, um, it's a black hat. You know, it's Rockaware. It has this logo. You know, it's, it's, it's big. It's, uh, it's probably here. It was left here yesterday. And then he starts going through, like, to Lost and Found. And then he's like, oh, okay, I found the hat. He's like, how? And I was like, oh, explaining it. It's this size. It's this color. It's this logo. It's, you know, this dirty. It's it's too big for me. It's for my friend. I showed him the text. Message. I basically showed him all the proof. The burden of proof was on me because I needed it, even though it wasn't even mine. But I knew all about it because I had, get, I had gotten all of the information 
to make my decision. I'm not wanting the hat initially, and I got all the information beforehand going into the classroom, getting it again. Even though I didn't really want it, it was for Anthony. So the professor was convinced. He gave me the hat, and that was it. That was like the end of the dream, of the be- of the beginning dream, which I'm like, hmm. The message that I got from that was the gifts that, the quote-unquote gifts that are received, that are offered, they always have some sort of connection or energy attached to them where the idea of it's not how much it costs, is not how much you give or how much you take, but it's who you become. And it didn't matter that the hat was free. It didn't matter that my friend was giving it to me. It mattered who I became. I didn't want the hat because it was too big. It was my friend's hat. I know he still wanted it. I knew the energy that he was giving off to me initially. That feeling when he was giving me the hat, it was not the energy that I wanted. And it was evident because at the very end, there was some negative energy around it when he impulsively flinged it across the room or something. I said, fine, you don't want it, then no one can have it. So afterwards, because I stayed calm and I stayed the positive party, I was able to resolve the situation and grow from it and become the bigger person and go through the challenge of getting the hat back in the classroom. Now that I'm verbalizing all of this, that's basically the dream. I realize that I'm putting way lot of emphasis in philosophical terms for this hat story or this food story, sausage and chile story. But when I'm dreaming and I have been in that dream spirit dimension for eight hours and my mind is literally working at 100%. My feelings feel as real as ever during that dream reality. And I wake up at 7 a.m. on my own. I need some time to process everything that has happened all of my thoughts, all of my emotions, and all of my dream actions, too. Like, huh. Huh, that's weird. Huh, damn, that's crazy. Huh, damn. Yeah, I wonder why I dreamt about that. And I know in those 30 minutes, I am able to rationalize all of the dreams in a positive light. And when I do the podcast in the morning and I still have the dreams in my head, 
it's best to verbalize them and give them a message because I've already experienced them. They're already a part of me. And the more I move on with my day, with my real, quote unquote, real life, this real physical life, where we're awake 18 plus hours of the day, the dream that I had may not even come back. I may not even remember them. But they are still a part of me. They still make me who I am. I still experience those experiences. And I still have that perspective deep inside of me. And those decisions, those spiritual connections are ultimately what guides me in my life, in my destiny, in my thoughts, feelings, and actions. How I use my time, energy, and space to be as successful as I can in business, art, technology, and health. So, thank you for listening. I love you. I have plans for this beautiful Friday. We have a consult for another videography, advertisement, content production for a big insurance company. We have a contact. And we're going to be doing the initial consult today. Tracy has a audition in San Francisco for acting at 3.30 p.m. She has to leave here at 1, 1.30 p.m. She can be there on time. There's also the King of Thai Noodle Vacaville promotional advertising workflow between... 5 to 8 p.m. tonight. There is the January 11th Richmond event with Dean Masalta tomorrow. We were going back and forth yesterday about some videos. I Yesterday was the day that I finally got the videos, the style that he wanted. And the messages that he's sending is just very slight minor changes in the style. But overall... It's got good structure. Tracy and I have been the most in love that we've ever been. We're literally at our peaks and we're leading the lives that we want to be living. And we're open, transparent, accessible, accountable to each other and to ourselves. And every day that passes is a new day, it's a present, it's a gift, we're making the most out of it always, we have the whiteboard that we do, the to-do list of what needs to be done, what are the priorities, and the collaboration in the living room with the computers, it's good because the structure that we set forth, that we make together, does not feel daunting because we're both working on it, and it's Two energies, two high top level energies reaching towards the same goal together. And individually, we have our own goals, which we can always achieve, but we're achieving it together. So thank you, Tracy. I love you. Want to get started with the day. It's already 7.54. I'm wide awake now. Any questions or concerns? Contact me, George Perez, Tracy Dang Perez, 
Mutsins Productions, Mutsins.org. I love you. Bye. Do what the fuck you want to do.